Light FM and Maybank brings you the latest news, the most compelling stories, and the real conversations. All live and exclusive on The Light Breakfast. It's The Light Breakfast with Asha and Non. On Under the Knife today, we are with Emily Quek, beauty content creator. So, Emily, tell us about what prompted the decision to get plastic surgery, and specifically in South Korea. I've always been kind of open to cosmetic enhancements, I guess I would call it. Like, I've been a beauty content creator for quite some time before I got the plastic surgery done. And people were always approaching me asking, oh, do you want to try this new technique? And I'd always done kind of non-invasive procedures beforehand. I guess I would say I am pretty open to exploring. And at the same time, I also not going to like beat around the bush here. I wasn't happy with the way that I looked. So when a plastic surgery clinic in Korea approached me, I thought, okay, why not? Let's try it out. Let's go and get something done and see um, if, you know, it helps me out with my career, um, makes me feel a little bit happier. So yeah, that's why I did it. Up to that point of Mm -hmm. that decision from enhancements to sort of going full on to surgery, how long had you been doing beauty content and been doing these different kinds of enhancements? Mm, I started beauty content creating, I think, in about 2010. And when I first started, obviously, nobody was offering me anything. I was just playing around, posting online. And then I think it kind of got to the point where uh, back then I was in Australia. Um, A few clinics from Australia started approaching me. So when I was doing those, I think um, they were just really simple things. A little bit of filler here and there those hyaluronic acid injections to boost your volume in your skin yeah so it was that right so i would say i was first approached for something really simple in about 2011 maybe the end of 2011 and then i got the actual surgery was it in 2019 yeah so about eight years ish can we clarify in fact more specifically what types of surgery you did and uh, why so when I went, I didn't really have a big idea what I wanted to do. All I knew was um, I wanted to kind of slim down my nose a little bit. So I got there. They did a full consult. They recommended a bunch of things. But I think the only things that I kind of settled on were a jaw surgery because the clinic, I think, recommended that more strongly. And then the nose surgery, that was pretty much it. So there must be sort of a benchmark that they're going for I mean to suggest to someone to change their look so you were saying jaw surgery that that sounds mm-hmm. like it, it's quite a big procedure it was so there are two different kinds there's one where they just get in there shave the bone down a little bit and that slims down your face and there's another one where um, if they feel like the bone is a little bit too large what they do is actually they break the jaw mm-hmm cut off pieces of the jaw so that it becomes shorter and smaller. Okay. And then they kind of connect them back together with, um, if I'm not mistaken, kind of bolts and <laughs> okay. stuff like that. Wow. Okay, okay. so yeah. which one did you have? <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had the simpler one where they just shave the bone down a little bit. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I have to ask this though, because it's something that's going to be quite drastic to the way mm-hmm. that you look, is there... Uh, how how do you how do you actually predict what you're actually going to look like? Is that like a computer modeling thing, or you know that tells you before That's and after? That's the thing. 
Yeah. I really, I honestly expected that South Korea has been doing these surgeries for years and years and years. And I thought, well, they're technologically advanced. If they do it in the US, I'm sure they do it in South Korea. It's pretty much up to the doctor. You trust mm. in your doctor. Yeah. So that's why I think the larger, more popular plastic surgery clinics are the ones to go for. Okay. So these doctors are extremely experienced. They do like 10 surgeries in a day if they can, like the smaller ones. Okay. So they're pretty experienced, so I put my trust in them. But this idea of, you know, a different look or a better look, that's highly subjective though, isn't it? You're, I mean, you're putting it, it in the is. hands of a, of a doctor who has an idea of what that might be. I think that's the reason why people choose different countries right. to get their surgeries done. So the South Korean look is very much more subtle, I would say. They don't go all out. They just kind of do the absolute necessary to achieve what they feel is a more feminine, more whatever you want to call it. Look, if you want to go for something a little bit more out there, a little bit more Western looking, then a lot of people actually go to Thailand. So in that one surgery, you had mm -hmm. several things done at the same time. Can you just list them for us? All right. So we had the nose surgery and then we shaved down the jaw all at the same time and then they did a little bit of uh an eyelid tuck mm -hmm. i want to say i don't i don't actually know what they called it they said it in korean but basically what it is is um when you have very hooded eyes they just kind of remove a little bit of that hooded flap and makes it so that your eyes are a little bit larger i guess what was your response to those who had a negative perception to plastic surgery notwithstanding the use that you told everyone and most people were against it and you're going to do it anyway but what was your response um to my close friends and family a lot of them understood why i was doing it i think it was a little bit easier on me because i am a beauty content creator and they thought okay well it, it's kind of in line with your career in your eyes that's how you feel like you're going to progress so we're going to support you after I came back, obviously I had to post videos about it because it was a sponsored thing. So because of that, um, I opened myself to a lot of public comment. Mm. And when I received those comments, obviously some of them are really going to, it's kind of like a slap in the face when you read them. But you just kind of have to step back and think, okay, look, this is my life. This is my decision. I made this decision and I'm happy with it. I'm going to live with it whatever you have to say, go ahead and say it. Unfortunately, I can't stop you. Unfortunately, there are a lot of really mean people out there, but I'm happy. So too bad for you guys. Go ahead and say what you want. Mm. Did anything any of those negative comments say echo any kind of reservations or concerns you had before going into the surgery? Because of the kind of person that I am, I've always been open to exploring experimenting i really didn't care what these people thought the one thing i'm a little bit worried about is i'm a new mother my uh, baby girl just hit one year old and i'm a little bit worried about how i'm going to word my explanation to her as to why mama chose to go and get this done mm. emily you know a little while ago you were talking about the conversation you're worried about having with your daughter about mm -hmm the surgery that you had. But based on your experience, thinking about your daughter and any other young woman out there, what top mm -hmm. two pieces of advice would you give to them if they were considering plastic surgery? Number one, do as much research as you can 
beforehand. Know exactly what it is that you're getting yourself into. Um, ask people who've had it done about it, about their experiences with it. And I think my second piece of advice would be to do it for you. Make sure you're, you're doing it for yourself. Don't do it because you've heard a bad comment about the way that you look. Don't do it because you feel like other people are going to find you. For example, you know, if it's breast surgery, sexier, your boyfriend is going to find you more attractive after. Like those are not the right reasons to do it. Make sure that you're doing it for yourself. Like really take a good look at yourself, the reasons why you're doing it and what you hope to gain out of it once you've had it done. In the recovery process, do you have any advice on things that you would definitely recommend for someone who's gone through the procedure, what to expect? Um, have a really good support system because the first couple of days, um, I wouldn't say they're rough. I would just say it's annoying not to have someone there for you. You've got to change out ice packs. You've got to change bandages. You've got to wash yourself. Um, make sure that you're propped up. So all those things would be a lot easily a lot more easily achieved if you had someone there for you so have a good support system um, and move around a lot it really helps with the swelling <laughs> that's great advice actually yeah love it thank you so much emily no worries thanks for having me